I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that believes you're never too old or too young to make history. I'm Gabe Luzier, and today we're talking about a heroic teenager who's said to have braved bad weather and evaded capture to deliver an important message during the American Revolution. The day was April 26, 1778. 16-year-old Sybil Ludington rode more than 40 miles overnight to warn American militiamen of an impending British attack. Sybil set out on horseback from her home in what's now Putnam County, New York, at about 9 p.m. that night. By dawn the next morning, she had rode all the way to Connecticut and back again, and had alerted approximately 400 militiamen along the way. Thanks to her all-night ride, American forces were able to mount a counterattack in Connecticut, eventually pushing the British right back to their boats. If you're familiar with early U.S. history, you're probably thinking this story sounds a lot like the midnight ride of Paul Revere, the famous silversmith and Sons of Liberty patriot who rode through Boston warning residents that the British were coming. In reality, Paul Revere was just one of many notable night riders who launched desperate bids to spread the word of British movements. In fact, two other men, William Dawes and Samuel Prescott, were on the road the same night as Paul Revere, spreading the same news along different routes. All of these riders provided a crucial service to their fellow colonists, 
but it's worth noting that Sybil reportedly rode more than twice the distance of the others. And not for nothing, she was also much younger, more than 20 years younger in the case of Paul Revere. Sybil Ludington was born on April 5, 1761, in Fredericksburg, New York. She was the eldest of 12 children born to Henry and Abigail Ludington. Sybil's father was Colonel Henry Ludington. He had made a name for himself fighting for the British during the French and Indian War, but by the 1770s, he had sided with the colonists in the fight for American independence. His farm in Patterson, New York, became a stopping point for American spies to pass on the information they'd collected. As the commander of his local militia, Ludington was able to either coordinate a response to these reported threats or to make sure the information got to someone who could. At just before 9 o'clock on the evening of April 26, 1777, Colonel Ludington received word that British soldiers were in the process of burning the town of Danbury, Connecticut. The town was a key supply post for the Continental Army, and losing all the food and weapons and munitions that were stowed there would be a punishing blow to the American cause. According to the messenger, General Gold Selleck Silliman was requesting that the county militia join the fight for Danbury as reinforcements. There was a problem, though. A few weeks earlier, the members of Ludington's militia would have been nearby and ready to fight at a moment's notice. But in late April, they had all scattered to their respective farms because it was planting season. Someone would have to ride through the countryside in the dead of night to wake them up and send them over to Ludington's farm. For a minute, it didn't seem like anyone was up to the task. The colonel needed to stay put in order to direct the troops once they arrived at his farm. The messenger would have gone back out himself, but his horse was exhausted from the ride there. And besides, he wasn't all that familiar with the area, so finding the isolated farms of the various militiamen would have taken him much more time than they had. That's where Sybil came in. She knew where each member of the militia lived and could reach them all before daybreak if she acted quickly. Some accounts say Sybil was asked to take the ride by her father, while others report that she volunteered for the job herself. In either case, Sybil mounted her horse, named Star, and set out into the night to warn that Danbury was under attack. First, she rode south to the village of Carmel, and then further down into Mayapack, before turning north to Kent Mills, Farmer Mills, and then on to Stormville. She rode through a rainstorm over muddy, unmarked roads, and at every stop along her route, Sybil banged on doors with a stick and shouted that the British were sacking Danbury. She called for the militia to assemble at her father's farm, ready to march in defense of the town. After riding through Stormville, Sybil turned south and headed for home. She arrived at dawn and discovered that nearly the entire regiment had heeded her call, some 400 men in total. The militia set out for Danbury early that morning, but by the time they arrived, it was too late. British soldiers had already looted all the food and munitions they could carry and burned everything else, including the rest of the town. However, the fight wasn't over just yet. Ludington's militia followed the British 17 miles south to Ridgefield, where they then joined forces with other American militias. The next morning, on April 27th, the British troops were soundly defeated at the Battle of Ridgefield. The Americans had lost their Danbury stronghold, 
but they successfully cut off the British advance and sent their enemies retreating to the sea. As for Sybil, she married a fellow revolutionary named Edmund Ogden and had a son together named Henry, named after her father. The couple ran a tavern together in Catskill, New York, but after her husband died prematurely, she spent the rest of her life as a widow until her death in 1839. Her wartime efforts were reportedly acknowledged during her lifetime by General George Washington, but after that, there wasn't much talk of Sybil's midnight ride until nearly a hundred years later. In 1854, Sybil's nephew wrote a letter asking that she be included in a ceremony dedicated to heroes of the American Revolution. My aunt Sybil, he wrote, rode on horseback in the dead of night through a country infested with cowboys and skinners to inform General Putnam. In case you're wondering, the skinners mentioned in the letter were a roving gang of outlaws who pledged no loyalty to either side of the war. Her nephew's letter is the earliest known report of Sybil's ride, but there were others not long after. In 1880, a New York history book recounted the episode, though the author only said she had gotten her information from the Ludington family and didn't cite specific sources. There was also a biography of Colonel Ludington released in 1907 that included mention of Sybil's ride, but it's worth noting that the book was privately funded by Ludington's grandchildren and, once again, relied solely on family accounts. Of course, there's nothing inherently strange about Sybil's story being forgotten for over a hundred years. In fact, the same thing happened with Paul Revere. He didn't become a household name until the late 19th century, around the same time Sybil came to prominence. That timing wasn't a coincidence either. 1876 marked the country's centennial celebration, and in the patriotic build-up to that event, there was a renewed interest in colonial history. This prompted many Americans to share old family stories for the first time, with some of the most interesting ones becoming a matter of public knowledge. All of this is to say that Sybil Ludington was absolutely a real person, and it's entirely possible that her actions unfolded just as you've heard them today. However, because there is no impartial historical evidence of Sybil's ride, it's still a matter of debate among many historians. Of course, Sybil has no shortage of supporters either. In 1975, the U.S. Postal Service featured an illustration of her on horseback for a series of commemorative stamps honoring the unsung heroes of the Revolutionary War. There's also an annual Sybil Ludington Ultra Marathon, that follows the same route the teenagers believed to have taken in 1778. More recently, Sybil's story was dramatized on Comedy Central's Drunk History Show, which might not be the most authoritative source for history, but is still a sign of how much more well-known Sybil's become in the last few decades. Plenty of reputable outlets, authors, and organizations still believe the story of Sybil Ludington's Midnight Ride, but even those who don't, still recognize the value in what her story represents. For example, in 2015, Paula D. Hunt published a paper in the New England Quarterly examining how Sybil's place in history has changed along with American culture and politics. She's clear about the lack of definitive evidence for Sybil's ride, but she also recognizes that ambiguity doesn't invalidate the story. As she says at the end of her paper, quote, 
Sybil Luddington has embodied the possibilities, courage, individuality, loyalty, that Americans of different genders, generations, and political persuasions have considered to be the highest aspirations for themselves and for their country. The story of a lone teenage girl riding for freedom, it seems, is simply too good not to be believed. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you want to keep up with the show, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can always send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thanks to you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.